You are now tuned in to Cup of Grind with Jada D. This is your daily dose of what's real in entrepreneurship. This podcast is intended for the new business owner, the person with a really good idea but not sure where to begin, and that person working at a job dreaming of the day that they can work for themselves. It's grind time. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome again to another Cup of Grind where we keep it real with all things related to entrepreneurship. I'm going to give you all those struggle stories behind success. We'll learn some key essentials that keep businesses running and really get down to the nitty gritty of things on starting your business for the first time. Today's guest is my girl, Christina McCarter. She is the owner of City Tasting Tours in Memphis, Tennessee. What's up, Memphis? She dabbled a little bit in food blogging for a few years to show everyone that Memphis has great food and fun things to do. The more she did this, the more she felt connected to her own city. The local love and relationship building she experienced was amazing and really flourished into something she wanted to stay connected to. After going on a food tour in Miami, she realized, man, I could do this too. Christina loves showing off the city and meeting new people. So starting a food tour company seemed absolutely perfect. In 2016, they dream quickly became a reality. When she isn't busy, walking the streets of downtown Memphis, guiding food tours, she can be found at her favorite local restaurants or on a food festival with foodie friends and family. Hey y'all, y'all gotta hear this conversation we have and we're gonna talk about some good food, some bad food, and really what it means to to, to own a business and to start a business while you're a mompreneur. Check it out. What's up, everybody, man? This is your girl, Jada D. This is Cup of Grind Podcast. I'm with the extraordinary Christina McCarter of City Tasting Tours in Memphis, Tennessee, y'all. Hey. Listen, if you want to know where to eat, drink, and be merry, this is the person that you need to know. I'm sure she gets tired of me tagging her in Facebook posts when people are like, where am I? Where do I need to go to brunch at in Memphis? No, it never gets old. It never gets old. Good. That's, all, that's good. Look, subject matter expert. Hello. That's what's up. Yes. You better own your craft. But as I mentioned in the intro, she's doing some amazing things in Memphis. You can hear from her country accent which i absolutely love <laughs> if no one can hear it in my voice can absolutely hear it in her voice um yes. she she definitely is a brand ambassador for the city of memphis um and has worked in the has worked around in different different industries but you know um i'm well known for me you know for her to work at yelp and then going on to do some things on her own which we're going to jump in and talk about so christina welcome to the show welcome Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm um, mostly happy for you that you finally, you know, doing the podcast, you have the great voice for it. As you said, I'm country. So. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate but, it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy for you. I appreciate it. You know, do you remember when we met? Um. Yeah. <laughs> Freshman orientation. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, was like, I think you wow. were sitting in front of me or behind me. Yeah, but it was like some <laughs> some freshman thing that you could sign up for. Yeah, and it was an easier way to get to know people. And I'm an only child, so I was like, I'm here for that. <laughs> and I only knew one other person from my high school. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, I'm signing up for that. Yeah. But we, yeah, yeah, we have been cool ever since. And I tell people all the time, like when I talk to my sister. I always, um, you know, if I'm, if it's something that's happened or something we talked about, it's, I always tell them like, you know what? I have not seen Christina in years, <laughs> but yeah. I love, I value our, our friendship and our relationship because of that. That's yeah. when you know that we are truly friends and I love, you know, any business advice and stuff like that, that we're able to share with each other just because, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a testament of time and maturity and just how re- relationships can continue to flourish while you live in life, you know? I know. While yeah. you're living life, you know, things yeah. continue to happen, man. But I'm excited for people to hear about your story. So <laughs> you you are Miss City Tasting Tours and doing some great things, collaborating with a lot of people. You're just doing, yeah. doing it up. So, like, what is City Tasting Tours? How did you get started with this? 
Yeah, uh, City Tastes and Tours. It's a food tour company. So I, I'm like a little culinary guide and I take you around to different restaurants, all local restaurants, um, mostly in downtown Memphis. So we'll go to four different restaurants and you'll get a chance to try different dishes and cuisines at each restaurant. And while we're, while we're there, um, I'll be telling you a little bit about the chef and how they got started. I'll tell you about the history of Memphis, the present of Memphis and the future of Memphis, which is uh, really exciting now because, you know, born and raised in Memphis, finally there's like a lot of redevelopment going on. So it's a really exciting time. Um, if I tried to do this like seven years ago, we wouldn't have much to talk about, but now we do. So I'm excited about that. And um, yeah, and I mean, we eat a lot of good food and people always think it's not gonna be enough food, but most of the time, it's lunch and dinner because this is the South and, you know, we don't give you like a little piece of lettuce. We're giving you shrimp and grits and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, it's a lot of good food. That's what's up, you know. Um, yeah. So how long have you been in business? I have been in business since May of 2016. So a little over two years. Wow. Yeah, it feels a lot longer. <laughs> but... It does. I'm like, that's it? <laughs> No, like seriously, I'm like, is that it? <laughs> yeah, wow. I remember like showing you. I, I was showing everybody, but I was trying to make sure my website looked good, and I think that that took so many months, <laughs> right? Because I didn't hire anybody to do it; I did yeah. it myself. That I think adding that in kind of makes it feel a lot longer. But Absolutely. yeah, I've only been doing stages, tours. Yeah. Oh yeah, the development part. Uh, but only in business, taking people out and about for two, a little over two years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah. and to answer the other question, um, as you probably know, I was Memphis food concierge for years uh, with my blog. It used to be called Loving My Memphis, and now it's called Walking Plate. Mm -hmm. And Walking Plate. That just got started because, um, you know, we like to check people. So <laughs> my friend calls me and she's like, where are you eating today? And I was like, yeah, you know, I might go here or I might go there. She was like, you are a walking plate. What? <laughs> okay. I was like. I was wondering oh. where they came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she said it and I was like, hey, I like that. I'm going to use that. Are you okay with that? <laughs> Right. She said, yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm changing it on my Instagram right now. <laughs> but yeah, I've and I had been doing that for about, ooh, seven years now. Um, just the like food blogging and everything. And I was doing it even before it was really a thing, but now it's taken on a whole nother level. You know, I was just trying to show people some cool places in Memphis to eat, you know. Right. That everybody can afford. And it just so happens that it's local with some really cool people. And I just wanted to share that with people. And um, people just, they, you know, they really liked it. And next thing you know, everybody's coming to me asking me, where where do you go for brunch? Where do you go for lunch? Where should I go? You know, me and my husband got the night out. Where should we go out for date night? Yeah. And it just, that just took off. And after that, I just started taking food tours when I would go out of town. And when I went on a tour in Miami and they took us to like Little Havana and like the, um, we tried a lot of Haitian and Cuban food. Yes, Cuban food. And, and it wasn't like the tourist spots, you know, it wasn't the, the places on Ocean Drive. And I remember telling my mom when I came back home, I was like, Ma, I would have never found those places. And, I, and I'm a Yelper, you know, well, I used to be at least. And uh, even from Yelp, I couldn't find those places. Wow. So taking that tour, I was just like, man, Memphis needs something like that. And, you know, six years later it happened, but it it was basically in my head ever since then to do food tours. I just was kind of waiting on a good time to do it. So I wouldn't have to take people to eat barbecue all over Memphis. Oh, right. That's yeah. perfect. You know, so I'm pretty sure people ask you all the time, what's your favorite food? What food? Uh, <laughs> what won't you eat? You know, now that's actually a good question. <laughs> what won't you eat, Christina? <laughs> um, And this is kind of sad, but it's still not a lot of stuff that I won't eat. 
because I'll try everything at least once. But what I've found that I do not like yeah. is livers of any kind. I don't <laughs> like chicken livers. I don't like uh, the gizzards. I don't like those. I don't like uh, beef liver. I don't like that. So if it's or like beef tongue or duck tongue, I'm I don't good on like it. it. Yeah, but I've tried it, so I couldn't say I didn't try it. I didn't but try I it. I don't it. like it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. There is no way of making it taste good. <laughs> but some people like it. So if you ever see a taco that says lingua uh-huh. or lingua, uh-huh. that's beef tongue, and they won't tell uh-huh. you until you take a bite. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Duly but that's noted. about it. Everything else I I like so far. <laughs> You like chitlins? You know, I don't have to eat them. I just don't. That's just a health thing. Like, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely used to eat chitlins, you know, with some hot sauce. But, I mean, I dissected a pig in high school. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I just couldn't go back. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's what took you out. Got it. That's what took me out. Yeah. Right, that's funny. So being from, <laughs> so being from like a city like Memphis, you know, most people with me living outside of Memphis and have lived in several different cities. One, yeah. one thing that is consistent, which I'm very proud of, is our reputation for hustling, for grinding, for getting things done. Um, whether it is in our work ethic or our personalities, that is what people know us as around the world. And oh yeah. So what what would you say, like, what were some of those qualities? in your community, in your environment, your city that really helped you in becoming a business owner? Oh, um, well, I, I took it on um, from a woman who definitely has grit and grind in her. Um, she, she was probably the person that I reached out to the most at first because she, she had a food tour company before. Okay. So I kind of reached out to her um, and a lot of the tour guide community in the travel and tourism community. Mm-hmm. And I did realize pretty early on that like my grind was a little different from theirs. Okay. And I say that because some people might not realize it, but Memphis is a tourist city. We are a tourist city. Um, yeah. Thanks to Elvis, of course, and barbecue. <laughs> but there's this huge campaign going on right now. Uh, for Memphis and it's not about the traditional things so me coming in as like the new kid on the block I realized early on like okay they're you know they've been doing it for 10 to 20 years some of them maybe even longer than that so creating new type of tours and um changing up their landmarks and all that stuff like they they have just this routine about themselves that they would do every single time. Mm. And I came in and I was like, well, I change it up every time to keep it interesting so I can, you know, continue to love what I do. And and I'm not just getting tourists, I'm getting locals. Mm-hmm. So everything about my tours was continuously changing, which made me continue to have to grind and like find new restaurants to go and talk to and find new things to talk about. Because I wanted to make sure that everyone enjoyed their sale and make sure that everybody left saying Memphis is not what I thought it was. And not in a bad way, but yeah. in a good way. So my grind just came from trying to make sure Memphis got a good rep. And if it had to be through a food tour, it had to be through a food tour. That's what's up. Because, you know, so um, I guess that's where it came from. I just wanted to make sure the city looked good, you know. Yeah, that's real. Um. I know that, you know, even for a person that has lived outside of Memphis for, oh, now, like, what, at 13, least 10 years. Yeah, 10, at the know, least. Yeah, at the very <laughs> least. You know, I love my city. I love to, like, I, I am a champion of Memphis. And so, however I can contribute, if that means supporting, you know, those that are still local in their businesses, I definitely try to do that. And I, I will forever love the fact that we have the grit and grind. I mean, it's very evident in everything that I do. Hence the blog cup of grind. Yeah. Hits my, you know, my brain. Oh yeah. Shut up I mean, you're, yeah. your shirts are amazing. Yes. Just like everyday wear, you know, it's, <laughs> and I, I definitely, I love you and I appreciate your continued support, man. Hey, listen, for all y'all that say y'all love me, she love me for real. Okay. 
she supports me by purchasing. Okay. I swear. Yeah, it's yeah, it's real. I definitely appreciate <laughs> you for real with that. Did you um what what did you want to be when you were little? <laughs> oh, you're gonna laugh because <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so typical like answer for that because I had to think about this myself one day. I was like, what did I want to be? The only thing that I remember saying outside of me wanting to be an entrepreneur um, was that I wanted to be a physician assistant. Really? Now, did I go through that at all? No. Um, <laughs> because soon I, I realized early on that I only wanted to be a physician assistant because I could take care of my family when they were sick. <laughs> I learned very early <laughs> that that did not mean everybody else um and that i don't like blood so well yeah that'll do it yeah so then it was um i was really into computers and coding Uh um and that was something that i was really good at but my personality just would clash with it every time because um coding is boring and There is, I mean, for me, I won't say that for everybody because black girls who code is a great thing. And I do wish they had that when I was coding. (laughs) But for me, I was like, I'm sitting in this room and I'm just doing this code. And then I hit enter. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't. I want to throw my computer. Uh And yeah, and everybody just wants to talk about Star Trek. And I actually don't like Star Trek or Star Wars. So yeah. So then I was like, let me just get back to what I've always said. And I, I wanted to, I knew I wanted to work for myself. I just didn't know doing what. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I remember during that period of your transition and things like that. Um, and so you didn't become a physician assistant. No, that, you're, that was you're, gone you're not, before. That was gone before you even co- knew me. Right. You're, you, <laughs> you didn't end up coding. So Mm-mm. what, so what happened? Like, what's the story? What's what I call the, the I call the struggle st- story behind the success. So like, what yeah, happened? the struggle what? story. So the struggle, the struggle began basically when I left uh, chat as far as a transition, because okay. I transitioned, I was at chat for computer science. Okay. And I left there and I said, Ooh, do I want to keep doing that? So I realized, no, I don't. So then I got into marketing. So that transition, that was a struggle because mm. um, everything was different. <laughs> I had to basically start all the way over. Yeah. Um, so then I did that, went through with that, and then I didn't pick it back up. I worked for an entrepreneurship firm. Like I was doing all the things that I knew, like, oh, okay, yeah, so this is what I'm going to do. You know, after I was working for that, I worked for the firm for about a year and that was my blueprint. And I still had it to this day when I went, when I finally decided that I was going to do city tasting tours, mm-hmm. I dug up in my, you know, little, what do you call it, Like memories box. Mm-hmm. And I found that blueprint that I had on how I was going to start a business. And I basically used that to start city tasting tours later on, six years later. Wow. But <laughs> I uh I used I did that but then I ended up just you know kind of getting that hustle and that that Memphis hustle and it'll get you I just was like I just need money mm-hmm. I don't have time for passion I just need to make money yeah so I ended up uh working in banks and even while I was at the bank I was like oh, okay well I can just do that whole you know kind of corporate ladder and work my way up into marketing but instead, what happened was I ended up um, just staying in that same position. I stayed within the teller lines, whether it was a teller, teller, a training tellers, or a head teller. Mm. Um, I forgot the other words they would use, but basically, always in the bank. And I did that for six years. Wow! Until I got pregnant, and then after that, I left. Like, so between, so basically the whole time that I've been in Memphis that most people know me, I've been a teller. And outside of that, I was the foodie. Yeah. So either people know me for being 
the foodie who just had this job and was just, you know, around here just taking random jobs, you know, because I was a, I worked at a donut shop because <laughs> I like donuts. So, <laughs> so like wow. the lady was like, oh, you come in here so much, you should work here, like joking. And I was like, are you being for real? Because I will work here if I can get free donuts. And she said, yeah. So I took on a job going in at 3 a.m. I go out, right? Because it's definitely still during like party times. So I go out, go home, get dressed, go to work at 3 a.m., make donuts till about seven or eight o'clock and then leave that job and go work at the bank. Then I would leave that job and go work at the mall. Wow. So I was like, <laughs> I was working like way too much. And then shortly after that, um, I left the donut job and the mall job. I kept my bank job because I liked my benefits. And then I started working at a bar because I wanted to make some money to afford my traveling. <laughs> so right. I worked there and then that's where like life took a different change. And that's when I met Brad, my husband. And, you know, then that whole story comes. So, <laughs> so like, yeah. So basically I was just, I wasn't doing anything that dealt with anything that I loved. I was just doing it on the side for fun. You know, wow. I just go to these restaurants and talk to chefs and, you know, meet the different bartenders. And like, I would, you know, I would even go to like a cooking class or something just to do something in food that I would love or like how I was working at the donut place. Like, yeah, that was more fun for me than the, the real job, you know, yeah. and working at the bar was so much fun. Like everybody else probably hated their job. Cause it was, it wasn't the best bar, but I mean, I met my husband, so. So it kind of worked out. Yeah. Oh, it kind of worked out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Yeah. But you know what? What is really cool about your story is that although you ha you were doing a lot of things that a lot of people wouldn't want to do, um, especially yeah. the three job part. Yeah. But I've been there, so I, I already know. Um, yeah. But, but people oh, don't. But yeah, people we, don't yeah. But people don't. <laughs> but people don't know about all that. But what you were really doing, though, because what I heard. I literally didn't hear anything else except for the fact that you were doing a lot of the things that you love, like you yeah. working in a donut shop. And so that's what I sometimes I try to get people to understand is though, while you are trying to just make it, while you just trying to pay your bills, find a way to still incorporate the things that you really the enjoy doing. The things that you do love. Exactly. Find a way and to I didn't even that. realize it until a while ago when somebody was saying something about you know, there's always this like talk about entrepreneurs and the nine to five and like this back and forth. And I'm like, shoot, I had a nine to five, a three to eight. And <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> it was more than just one. It was because it was so much that I wanted to do. And it was so much that I wanted to see, you know, because you, you, I couldn't just stay at home all the time. So it was like, if I really want to see how food is, I have to travel. And I, I mean, I didn't get to go like to a different country or anything, but even just traveling in the United States and trying different things and how people are so different from the South, you know, mm -hmm. that, that was all fun to do too. I mean, Chicago was probably, that's like food Mecca absolutely in my eyes. So that was always one of my favorite places to go. And of course, Vegas, but. Yeah, um, but you literally were doing the like the research that people say that they have to do, which I tell them, look, don't research so much you never execute. I tell people that all oh, the time. Yeah. But you were doing the research in the moment, but you were learning along <laughs> the way and you were enjoying yourself. Like that's yeah, absolutely yeah. the way to do it. Like absolutely the way to do yeah. it. So you mentioned your husband, Brad. You mentioned being pregnant. Yeah. So like let's talk about yeah. juggling. <laughs> So then, let's talk about ooh. this whole juggling. <laughs> Listen, I, I already know, but let, I want to. I want you to share with us, like, because of course, one day I do want to be a mother, and I know by that time I'll be a full time entrepreneur. So seriously, like, just share with us, like, yeah. I want to know, like, in the beginning stages, the transitioning of that, like, man, yeah. So, um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of 
I guess we'll just start when Elijah got here. So but even before he got here, I, I realized like I'm not going back okay. to a bank. Um, it was just horrific. <laughs> I just I was like, if you treat pregnant people this way, like I am never coming back. <laughs> so I knew that I, it was something else that I had to do, you know. So I was like, okay, this is clearly like my mom. Every it wasn't even just my mom anymore. It was like everybody was like Christina you need to work for yourself. You, you just need to do this because this is clearly what you were destined to do, you know? So I was like, okay, you know? Um, so basically around the time Elijah was born, he was born in October, October, um, I wasn't working. So I spent about eight months as a full-time okay. mom. In that eight months is when City Tasting Tours was basically born. I was breastfeeding and writing things down on a red notepad about how to make the tours work and who do I need to talk to, um, you know, which restaurants I need to reach out to. And try, like, I was writing out my little intro mm -hmm. with them and, you know, looking up all the stuff I needed to do legally to, you know, be legit. and. I'm not a perfectionist, but I am definitely like a uh, obsessive person when it comes to <laughs> uh, making something look like I know Absolutely. what I'm talking about. So like a, a struggle that I've noticed with a lot of black entrepreneurs when we first start out is that it looks like we just started. Mm. It doesn't look like anything professional or anybody like really mm -hmm. helped them with it. So I had a lot of my friends helping me. I was showing Brad stuff every day. Um, and just like trying to get my mind basically off, not that's gonna sound bad, but not trying to get my mind off being a mom, but trying to like keep myself in the whole time of being a mom. Cause I was in a sunk place. Yeah. I was like, I was deep in as a mom, you know, I was like, no, my child won't be getting this and he can't go see, you know, <laughs> all that, like, all the crazy stuff that you hear about moms. Like, I was doing them. I didn't want him to get his vaccines too close to each other. I didn't want him to go out of the house because he was born in the fall. So I didn't want him to get the flu or anything. Um, I didn't even want him to get a pacifier, but that didn't right. last long. That lasted like 24 hours. <laughs> um, I breastfed him. I tried to make all his food. That didn't last that long. I just, <laughs> but I was like trying to, you know, just be this perfect first time mom that people laugh about. Like that was totally me. Um, and on top of that, you know, we were getting married at the same time. So we had Elijah and then we had Elijah in October and then May. I'm basically planning a a, wet, a small, very small wedding, which still seemed like way too much at the same time. So I'm preparing myself to be a mom, preparing myself to be a wife, preparing myself to work for myself all at the same time. It's amazing that we it all is. Here, you know? Congratulations. I thank God for it. Congratulations. I, I don't know. I really don't know. A lot of it I don't remember, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> thank you. I don't even remember some of it because it was such a blur. It all happened so fast. But I, I do know that it was very hard and I cried mm -hmm. a lot. And I think it's one of those things where like you have trauma and you try not to even remember it because I didn't want any of that to like reflect Elijah. I didn't want to take it out on bread and, you know, but I'm being hard on myself at the same time about trying to be perfect. And thank God for like other yeah. moms who, who will, you know, pull you to the side and be like, Christina, you know, you don't have to do that. You don't, you don't have to be perfect. You just need to be perfect for your child. Not everybody yeah. else in this world, just your child. And yeah, like, and I try to t give advice to other moms now too, because it is important. And I was like one of the first people if not the first person in my family to breastfeed. So I didn't really have a lot of advice in that area, but I did it. I did it. And I mean, he, it shows because 
He's a thick one. He is a thick one. <laughs> Do you know I developed carpal tunnel from him being so heavy? I recently saw someone else ask that question on Facebook. Like, is this a common thing that they don't tell us about? Um, and all the other moms were commenting that they all have carpal tunnel. See, yeah, <laughs> I didn't have that. So I just... <laughs> Like what? <laughs> I was on there just Googling stuff all the time. Like if if nothing else was timed great, I definitely had mm-hmm. him at a good time where moms were starting to be honest, you know, because it always seemed like moms just had it together. You know, our moms just did mm-hmm. such a great job. You yeah. just, you, I don't know how they pulled this off, but luckily <laughs> social media <laughs> is here to show us like, you know, I mean, of course, there's a lot of like mom bloggers out there that just want to show like the perfect things in life. But there's a lot of them out there that are telling the truth, especially for black women, because the health issues are ridiculous. Yeah. Like I didn't really go through anything during my pregnancy. Everything happened with me after. Um, so, you know, and yeah, and then that too, like health issues after having the kid and like trying to get your sanity back. It was a lot at once, but it's kind of like having triplets. You know, you just, you got it all done and boom, now you're done. Cause I'm not having any right. more kids. Yeah, we know if y'all don't know. Get married again. Everybody, everyone that follows know. on social media knows. She's not having another one. So stop asking. So I'm stop not asking. having no more. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. I just had to start at, like when people would ask, I just give them the craziest, like rude just absurd answer that people would be like, oh, okay, she's crazy. <laughs> Let's not ask her that anymore. So you, you, I mean, what, what advice would you give to a mompreneur? Ooh. Um, that's starting out with a business. Just starting, starting out. out yeah. I would say, yeah, just, yeah. Cause I mean, once you, you know, yeah, I would say, well, A, uh, find some type of childcare <laughs> service. Cause <laughs> I mean, I tried it where like they stay at home with you. It sounds beautiful, but it just, you got to know your child, you know, and I do not have the type of child that was going to just let me be. So he had to go to school. Um, But I guess my biggest advice would be to write things down. And I say that because somewhere in there, like your, your memory, um, and this is real. I'm not just joking, but this is real. Like your memory is shot and you cannot trust yourself anymore to remember all the great things that you might've thought, you know, like you might be, you might be at dinner and you're thinking, oh man, that would be cool if I did this or whatever. And you just keep it in your head. Well, that's gonna, you're not going to remember. It's going to go away because life happens and you know, now you got to get the baby ready for bed and all this stuff. And then yeah. it's gone. So honestly, my biggest thing of advice is, is just to accept the fact that your brain is shot <laughs> to the curb now and write everything down, like use notes and use your phone, yeah. like the notes yeah. in your phone, like put everything in there. If you got to make a folder for it, you know, just do that and just, you know, just yeah. have a balance in your life of some sort, you know, and that's the, that's like the cliche thing. Have a balance. Well everybody's balance is different. So you just need to figure out what yours is. It might not be yoga. It might be something else, you know, every, and there's so much stuff out here now that everybody can kind of find their balance. My balance is dance. Okay. When I can do it. Um, And even if I can't, you know, some, my friends, they know I will, I don't know if I've sent you one of my dance videos. I, (laughs) But like sometimes, like before, you used to post them, right? I, I did used to post them, but now I feel like that's kind of weird. So I used to post a lot more, and you probably noticed that too. I don't post that much personal stuff anymore because I have a lot of people who I don't know anymore. Yeah, like it used to be just my friends and family, but now it's people that you know are coming from everywhere. So I don't know how I like that. But yeah, so now I just, I'll, sometimes I'll dance before a tour, like just to get myself like amped up, you know? What do you, what do you feeling happy? To? What, what do you dance to? 
uh everything earthling yes. and fire is still one of my that's like that's my thing right there um them and michael okay. jackson um <laughs> and um you know it depends sometimes it might be like the old little johnny Eastside. Oh, you take it back okay sometimes i take it back you know to that but um or just like uncle luke radio oh. Like old 90s yeah. booty popping music. <laughs> yeah. What's your husband? Did, yeah, your, did, your husband did your husband ever watch you while you're dancing? Yeah, he laughs. Uh, we do a thing sometimes. <laughs> we have this like duo thing that we'll do sometimes. He'll be playing the guitar. And um, that's like his time, right? And I interrupt it because I'm rude. <laughs> but... <laughs> He'll go and play his guitar like that's him winding down, and then I'll just come in like doing all kind of weird dances. <laughs> he'll just be like, okay, or um, or he'll be playing, and then I'll just start freestyling like some random rap, like uh, what's that got weird Al? You know, how he'll just make a song right. out of anything. That's funny. Yeah, we'll start doing that type of so stuff. The, so, but, so for you dancing, that's that's how you kind of unplug. That's cool. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And it could be any type of, you know, sometimes it's just because I'm mad and I just need to, like, uplift yeah. myself again. So I'll just dance, yeah. you know. And so as a as a, yeah. as a wife, um, is your husband involved in your business at all? Mm, not that much. Um, he He understands it okay. now. When I was food blogging, it was a little different because some people, like Brad's actually younger than me, but he has like a 70 year old brain or like he thinks like a 70 year old, <laughs> like he doesn't have a smartphone. He does, he has Facebook, but he never uses it. He doesn't even know what Instagram is. So when I say certain things to him, it's just like, it goes right over his head and he just fakes it. That's I know hilarious. That's it. great though, but it's hilarious. But, <laughs> yeah. I was telling him the other day, I was like, oh yeah, somebody reshared my story. Like, he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I tried to show it to him, and, but like the thought of like having followers, that just goes right over his head. He's like, I do not understand why people are following because <laughs> in his head we're just like regular old yeah. people you know he's like i don't get it why they want to know what you eat <laughs> that is so funny I'm like because it's good so this year um and keep oh and keep in mind like brad at the time he was working like two he was working two jobs back to back so like he didn't even have time to entertain anything that i was doing until city tasting tours took off like in may and I told him, I said, okay, well, I'm doing it. And he was like, okay, you know, let's do it. <laughs> and then he went on okay. a tour. So I think it was my mom's birthday. And I said, well, this will be a great time because y'all are my ambassadors. Mm -hmm. You know, at the time, Brad was still working at a very popular bar. So, you know, he had people coming in all the time. So I was like, I need y'all to take the tour. So whenever you encounter people who say anything about food you can say oh well this is something right. you could do so he took the tour uh i think it was, yeah it was september and ever since then you know he's been like this is great you know and i'm glad that you know you're doing this in the city it only makes sense for you to be doing this you know like he bought me a um a really nice camera you know so i could take awesome. the good pictures yeah. and all that stuff yeah so he he shows his support that's in that good. way but like understanding technology he just it ain't there but that's huge um, though like because that's his way and so but the fact that you have that yeah, is, is yeah. great that's awesome oh yeah yeah and like when i decided to go full-time um it really you know, he was just like, can you, you still going to be able to pay your bills? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, so we good. But, um, yeah, if, if he ever comes across people like the other day, actually, because um, he's at Houston High School now, and 
one of the teachers was saying that she uh, wanted to take the tour because she had talked to uh, my husband. So I was like, oh, okay, he recruiting him yes. at the school. <laughs> yeah, and so, because I love doing field trips. I love doing field trips, especially for the kids out mm-hmm. in the burbs because, you know, they don't probably come downtown mm-hmm. that much. And they just have this terrible idea of what Memphis is, you know. So anytime I can get a kid from Germantown or Arlington or Millington to come downtown, learn about their city, because this is still their city, even though it's, you know, separate. But when you go out of town, you don't say I'm from Millington. You say I'm from Memphis. So you have to know your city, you know, so, and they love the tours. So I love doing the field That's trips. Good. Those are always fun. That's what's up. Yeah. What, um, but yeah, it's, it's been fun. He wants to do some beer tours, okay. All right. but we'll see. <laughs> you got to get a van for that. Yeah. That's good though. So like you, you're already thinking of other ways to expand your brand, your brand, your business, which I think is very important that when you have an idea oh, in order yeah. to keep, keep it growing and, and to keep, it you know to long have longevity you got to keep you know expanding in different ways so exactly. how, how have you expanded yeah. so far so far uh just with different mm-hmm. tours and um expanding in a different neighborhood okay. so now crosstown concourse is a thing that's where the old sears building used to be and they changed that to a multi-purpose like a virtual uh, vertical village is what they call it so there's restaurants in there. There's about 12 restaurants and bars and there's a high school and a theater okay. and the YMCA and church health clinic and condos at the top, you know. So it's like a little town. Oh, and a brewery. Wow, okay. So I've done tours in the Crosstown Concourse area, either inside or outside of the concourse, because there are some good places outside of the concourse, too. Um, so I've expanded into different neighborhoods and I've just done different themed tours. Um, I've done cocktail tours. I've done, um, like a Halloween theme tour. Um, and then for a while I was doing cocktail tastings. So when it, whenever it's cold outside, cause it's a walking tour, um, it gets cold. People don't really want to take tours anymore. So I was trying to think of other ways, again, that I could, you know, keep doing what I'm doing without having to go get a job somewhere, you know. So I did the cocktail tastings and I would do those at different restaurants and they would get to do like a bourbon tasting and then pair it with, you know, some food gotcha. from somewhere. Okay. See, that, um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And now I'm, you know, now I'm doing festivals because I'm crazy. <laughs> but what do you what, what type of festivals are you doing? Um, this year I did Butcher Board, the charcuterie festival. So that was fun. And that was just basically a, a meat and cheese festival. Okay. Um, and it had wine and beer and some cider and it was all local. Every, it was 20 vendors and it was all local. Okay. So we're basically expanding that one. And then I have, I have like seven festivals in my head. <clears throat> but I I have to decide by next year which are the other two that I'm gonna gotcha. try to do. Okay, that's cool. What's been what's been your proudest moment to date? Hmm, probably between the field trip and oh, I want to say the field trips and. And, and getting corporate groups without having to kiss butt to get corporate groups or like give them yeah, discounts. Yeah, they pay the full price. Because yeah. that's a thing. Yes, that is a real thing. And in my head, I'm just like, I'm the small business owner. <laughs> Correct. You yeah. know. And they have the I'm money. not giving you a discount. They have the budget for it. <laughs> you have the budget. You know, and if I don't fit in your budget this year, then now that us. you know that City Tasting Tours exist, please consider me for next year because I can promise you that I'm better than whatever it is y'all probably decided to do last time. <laughs> so, you know, when I, anytime I get like 
international paper or like Smith and Nephew or AutoZone or something like that. And it's just because they heard about it and they thought it was a good idea. Like that is awesome because I know so many times you have to, you know, go knock on the doors and, Mm -hmm. you know, give them a bunch of things and all this stuff, you know, but I just, I'm just genuinely happy to do what I'm doing. That's good. And, you know, I might, well, I'll take that back. Like as a thank you, you know, I'll give them um, like some McCarter coasters or a t-shirt or, you know, something like that. But it's nothing that's really extreme, you know, and they know that when they realize that it's me that's doing the tours, that's the same, like I'm the one who started it and I'm the one doing the tour. Like they even feel better because they're like, wow, we are really helping a person here, not some, you know, corporation. You know, it's I'm you're literally helping Christina when you book this tour. <laughs> right. Like Yeah. You want me to show you a picture of my baby? He's so cute. <laughs> Correct. No, but that's real you know? though. Yeah. That- oh yeah, it is. Yeah. And I tell them the same thing. Like you supporting me is honestly you supporting more than me because we're going to four different restaurants awesome. and this food isn't free. You know, we paying for this. Mm-hmm. So you're still, you're supporting five places. You're supporting five local businesses in two hours. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. You know, thank you. Look, that's a and selling point. Back. That's a selling point right there. Yeah. 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 And they come back. So the restaurants love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. They always, they're always telling me, yeah, I saw so-and-so they came back. Or they booked, you know, they hosting a dinner with us or their their daughter booked a rehearsal dinner with us, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. And I know you mentioned... It's a win for everybody. (laughs) It really is. It is. And I know you mentioned earlier how you, um, when you were first starting out, you know, you were reaching out to everybody you knew just to kind of help you bring all the pieces together. Now that you are Mm -hmm. in your business for a couple of years now, what are some of your business essentials, whether it's an app, a software, or just a tag? Oh, I'm still finding some, man. I'd be feeling like I'm out of date. Like, So what do you I do? I just realized, well, so, I mean, other than calendar, <laughs> my ticket, like. What? My, That's it? Like, I don't, I don't, let me look at my phone. I don't know, because I'm just doing it so much. Um. <laughs> I mean, I use like Buffer. Okay, okay. that's a For good social one. Social media, right? Um, yeah, I don't. Um, in my ticketing software. Now, I mean, that to me, that was an upgrade because it, when I first started doing the tours, I was using Eventbrite. Right, that is upgrade. Then, what are you using now? What's your ticket? Oh yeah, so now I use uh, the ticketing service I use now is strictly for tour guides. Mm-hmm. So it's called Peak Pro. So think like TripAdvisor and you know how you can book stuff on TripAdvisor? Right. But I can I can control everything the, through Peak. Um, and people probably don't even realize they're using these things when they book yeah. different tours. But with Peak, um, there's, there's a few of them out there, Fair Harbor and some more. But Peak, it lets me like add new type of tour. So if I just want to add a new tour, you know, if I wanted to do a Memphis and May tour or something, you know, or whatever, I could make that tour myself, add it in there, put how much it is and the details, and then add it to my calendar on my website. Yeah. Um, and I use Weebly, um, which, you know, I like it because I can do stuff from mm-hmm. my phone. Um, but I don't really have to use that many. I use Slack. I do like Slack when I need to talk to people. I, I, yeah, and well, I did. Have you ever heard of Trello? Yes. Because I'm looking yeah. at my phone now, so that's why yeah. I'm able to. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I guess I do use yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, Trello is good. I think that's been my fave. It's been trial and error for me. Oh, yeah, of course. That's why I'm like, mm. I've definitely deleted a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely been trial and error for me for uh, social media. I definitely like Buffer. Um, 
there are a few others that I'm going to test out as far as social media scheduling. But I think that scheduling for social media is essential. Um, like I have been in denial for so long. It's like, I mean, I just do it. Mm -hmm. Like it can literally change the course of your week. If you can just schedule (laughs) your social media posts ahead of time. You know what I put uh, scheduling up there with laundry. So these are two things that I don't like to do. Right. (laughs) But when you do them, don't you feel like, yeah, such a great person. Yeah, you feel like accomplished. I put my yeah. I I not only washed them and dried I them, folded them, but I put them well, up. I listen, put them up, and I hate putting up clothes. <laughs> like I exactly. would, would pay so somebody. How, yeah. Like scheduling posts for me, and this is probably why because I was so used to not doing it. It was all about in the moment. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's not in the moment, I think that messes me up a little bit. Like I'm faking it but it's like it's necessary absolutely and then now thanks to instagram stories you can still have your in the moment times Mm -hmm. but you definitely need to just schedule content for consistency alone and so you can like do other things with your life yeah that's real yeah it's it's definitely necessary but i was the same way at least i mean i just started scheduling And that's because I've taken on other accounts. So it's like, okay, it's getting right. out of hand. Yeah. It's not just my food blog anymore. It's like, you know, a lot of stuff. So yeah, that's real. Yeah. Do you use filters and stuff? Because I love me some VSCO. <laughs> you know what? I can't <laughs> get with it. Well, okay. Let me say this. I don't, I don't like those type of filters. I like filters. I like the filters that brighten things up. I know a lot of people love VSCO, but I like to brighten things up um i like to make my melanin pop um i like all of that yeah you know and then sometimes you know i don't really use filters no more with my well, new you phone you just need to use a different with my new one. phone just need with to my new phone, phone i really don't even use you know how you act when you get a new phone i don't really even need filters no more so what you got the team yeah, so you know yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> i got the, what do i have i don't even know it's an eight i think but it's lovely I, but I don't have portrait oh, mode. Yeah. And let me tell you, people knew when I got a new phone. Because think <laughs> about it. For like six years, I've been taking pictures on like a four or oh a five. God. You know. But that was the thing. I said, y'all love me. If you love me when I had the four <laughs> and the five, then you got you to gotta love these clear pictures. Right. Because I went back and deleted some of them. I was so you embarrassed. I was like, y'all was really around yeah. here liking this stuff. <laughs> it looked like <laughs> blob. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But look, you are, yeah. you're on your way. And so, and before we get out of here, I just kind of well, want to know, you. you're welcome. What, what is that moment for you when you, when you can say that you made it? <laughs> So I'm an Aries and I don't know if we have those moments because we're never satisfied. Mm. Um, I think that I'll, you know what though, honestly, if I, if I will feel like I made it when something as simple as I can take off work and and not feel like I've met I've missed something, or I can take me and my family on vacation uh-huh. more than once uh-huh. a year, um, because it's not I don't want to yeah. lie. you know I've gone to a very simple place yeah. in my life of like minimalism, you know, so everything about that it's not just about only wearing twelve outfits or <laughs> only having a you know, one TV, you know, it's, it's really about my whole life. So if I could just get those simple things, I don't ever really want a yacht. I would get on one, um, you know, and do my Instagram post. Correct. Cause that's the only reason why, why I, I don't want to get on there and take my pictures. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of the stuff <laughs> is just for, you know, just for like shits and giggles. But the the real things that I want is really just to be able to take care of my family and never want for anything. Yeah, that's real. Um, that's, that's really it. I don't, 
you yeah. know, I don't really want much. I know from now, if I could take my little baby to Europe, that would be great. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I want to go to Italy. Like, I want me, Brad, and Elijah to go to Italy. Oh, man. Like, from top yeah. to bottom. And I want to be able to go to Italy. And this is this is the other crazy part. Like, I know when I get there, because I've been food blogging mm. and stuff, like, I have met so many people online and so many <laughs> other, like, food tour people that they're like, oh, I can't wait for you to get here. And I'm like, girl, do you know how much a flight will cost me? But, like, they're all, like, they're all so nice. You know, everybody, food makes people happy, man. Listen, so, don't fly like, from Memphis, but... Make it a goal. Like, find out how much a flight going to cost yeah. and just make that one of your goals. Make it a goal. I think I have to fly from, like, New York or something for this to be possible because Memphis is terrible when it comes to flights. I was going to say, from D.C. or New York, a flight to Italy really is under 500 That's what I keep hearing. And when I hear that, I just get so mad. I'm sorry, because, but it is. Because I went to Spain for 400 or from my Or from Miami. Miami would probably be closer. I don't know. But well, but if I seriously. go to DC, I would. I mean, yeah. If I go to DC, then I can eat. That's true. <laughs> so you can kind of make it a a world tour. Yeah. Have you ever had the mambo sauce, or is that off topic? No, we're talking about food. <laughs> we're talking about city tasting tours and, and walking plates. Absolutely. When you come to DC, I have to take you to a spot called Stands. They're known for their huge wings, their chicken wings, mambo sauce. And their drinks. But let me tell you about the drinks, though. Oh. So if you get, like, say you get a crown and coat, mm-hmm. they're going to give you a eight-ounce glass <laughs> of crown. Oh. Oh, are these Spanish <laughs> people? A, no, they're not. Whoa. Wait. And they're splash of, and splash of coat. <laughs> I love it. I asked that because my cousin, uh, they just moved to Spain. For my, his wife is in the Navy, so she's over there on the base. So he sent me a picture the other day, and he was like, "So this is how they do it in Spain? They right. gave and he asked for Jack and Coke, and they based they gave him a Jack. You know what? And then it was like a little bit of Coca Cola. <laughs> when I went last time, I was in Spain last year. I don't recall. I mean, because I was I was so because you had Jack and Coke, but I <laughs> I was drinking. But you know, I wasn't trying to get too drunk because I was by myself. Yeah, but I don't really remember. I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, but you know what? But, but when you said that you just kind of want to be able to kind of just live and enjoy life, that's kind of how I feel as it relates to one of my businesses, the Global Intent. Yeah. Um, you know, every year, every year I take a group of uh, twenty. I'm always so impressed people, by that too. <laughs> you know, like the fact that you know, for me to not, for me, my goal is to not have to go on the trip. Gotcha. Um, for me, oh, for me yeah. to not go on the trip and the trip still happens Happen, and yes. it is successful. Yes. And people still enjoy themselves. Everything still flourishes and it goes well as if I'm there for me. That would be my moment. Yeah. 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 That that would be my moment. Yeah. As much as I enjoy traveling, I don't necessarily prefer group travel all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I get the joy I get out of the global intent is seeing people like you with your tours. Yeah. That's that, that like instant so satisfaction, man. Yes. It's something to it. Cause I, I mean, I used to say that my goal was to not have to do the tours. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but then I don't get to see the, it's, I don't get the instant gratification. I know. <laughs> like I, right. I actually enjoy yeah. seeing them enjoying themselves in the city. But, you know, yeah, of I course, agree. I would love to, I, w- I mean, yeah. I would still love to have city tasting tours in other cities and, like, other people doing them for me. Yeah. But, like, if that happens, then I'm super straight and I know I can go <laughs> to Italy with my baby. Correct. Right. Yeah, because, so, yeah. I mean, I just, I just really want to um, get to a point where I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to go, but I, like you said, I do enjoy, I mean, I've had some people that went to Nicaragua. It was his first time on a plane. So, and he for went that to, to be, wow. Okay. Yeah. for that, <laughs> Right. You know? And so like, really, I'm just like in awe by just like people's reactions. Mm-hmm. And because a lot of people, you know, I tell them all the time, you're going to have a really localized, um, really localized experience. Yeah. Where you're going to be culturally immersed but then they don't understand 
when we there and then they get there and they're like wow like we <laughs> like how you had an offbeat experience when you were in miami mm-hmm. that's how that's how our, that's how our, um our trips are every time so i get it yeah i i love it and I, I just you know we gotta keep we gotta keep it moving so yep. you can get to italy so i could be wherever australia somewhere <laughs> while you know the global intent is in africa you know yeah you know, exactly exactly that's, that's definitely the goal, man. Yes, but virtual just, high yeah. five right here. Boom. Yes. <laughs> man, this has been fun. I'm so happy that you joined me today. Thank you for this, having me. This has been great. <laughs> um, I want you to leave, leave my listeners with just one nugget that you would share with, a, you know, maybe something you wish you would have known um, starting out in business, um, something they can take away. Yeah, um, I would definitely say if you keep hearing it, then just listen to it. Um, if your if your mind, your body, and your soul keeps sending you one way, and you keep just stop fighting it, uh, be, mm. and believe in that fear that if you don't take it on, that somebody else will, um, or that it your flair might disappear. So when you when you feel it and you hear it and you see it, just just believe it and go for it. Um, and if you have to go for it in transitions then do that, but step out there and just do it for sure. I love it. Where can we find you on social media? City Tasting Tours on Facebook, Instagram. It's City Tasting Tour on Twitter, but I'm not that on there. Um, And then Walking Plate on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much, Christina. Thank you. (laughs) I will definitely see you the next time I am in Memphis. I appreciate you so much, I'm going to send you a dance video. (laughs) Are you done playing games and ready to get out of your own way? Good. Go to jadadavis.com today to join my village, download your free startup checklist, and schedule time to speak with me during a free strategy call or think tank. That's jadadavis.com. And as always, Shut up, keep grinding.